welcome to day 228 of Shaped by the Word. Uh, we're in our third season together, the story of the prophets. I'm Paul, here with uh, Matthew and with David and with Cindy as uh, we continue to read through the prophet Jeremiah. We start on uh, chapter 51. It'll take us three days to get through it. At the end of chapter 51, you know, we hear the words, this is the end of the sayings of Jeremiah. And uh, then we have an epilogue in chapter 52, a summation of Jeremiah's uh, prophecies. So we've been in Jeremiah for a little while and we come to an end. And the way it ends is with a pronouncement of judgment on the instrument of God's judgment, which has been Babylon. He has used Babylon uh, in order to judge Israel and her sin. But now he will hold Babylon to account as well for defying him. Uh, for how merciless they were, you know, with the people that they conquered and for their pride and their arrogance and their confidence and, and their own strength and, and on resources. So we continue uh, with the, this huge pronouncement of judgment. It's the longest single section, you know, of judgment except for, you know, the judgment on, on Israel. Uh, we pick up in uh, chapter 51. Uh, before we do, as always, we um, we pause Um God has given us a wonderful gift in His Word, and we come to His Word uh, not simply just to uh, check off a box on our list of things to do or as a spiritual discipline, but we come here to know God, to hear God, and to be formed in His hands. So before we read, Matthew, do you mind uh, lifting us up with a word of prayer? And I don't know why I'm so formal today. <laughs> um, you can also pray as Matt instead of Matthew. Perfect. Uh, Let's pray. Father, we thank you uh, for this time, and we do offer ourselves to you in this moment to you that, um, that, Father, you would accomplish your purposes in us as we read your word together and as we're built up uh, in Christ Jesus. We thank you for your word. We thank you that um, you've revealed your yourself, your heart, and your character to us through it. And, and Father, we ask that our eyes would be open, um, our ears would hear, that our hearts would respond to, to all that we read in this time. Uh, Father, would you be glorified in us? And uh, be with us as we read. It's in Christ and we pray. Amen. Jeremiah 51. And this is what the Lord says. See, I will stir up the spirit of a destroyer against Babylon and the people of Lepkamah. I will send foreigners to Babylon to winnow her and devastate her land. They will oppose her on every side in the day of her disaster. Let not the archer string his bow, nor let him put on his armor. Do not spare her young men. Completely destroy her army. They will fall down slain in Babylon, fatally wounded in her streets. For Israel and Judah have not been forsaken by their God, the Lord Almighty, though their land is full of guilt before the Holy One of Israel. Flee from Babylon. Run for your lives. Do not be destroyed because of her sins. It is time for the Lord's vengeance. He will repay her for what she deserves. Babylon was a gold cup in the Lord's hand. She made the whole earth drunk. The nations drank her wine, therefore uh, they have now gone mad. Uh, Babylon will suddenly fall and be broken. Well over her, get bombed for her pain. Perhaps she can be healed. We would have healed Babylon, but she cannot be healed. Let us leave her and each go to our own land, for her judgment reaches to the skies. It rises as high as the heavens. The Lord has vindicated us. Come, let us tell <clears throat> in Zion what the Lord our God has done. Sharpen the arrows, take up the shields. The Lord has stirred up kings of the Medes because his purpose is to destroy Babylon. The Lord will take vengeance, vengeance for his temple. Lift up a banner against the walls of Babylon, reinforce the guards, station the watchmen, prepare an ambush. The Lord will carry out his purposes, his decree against the people of Babylon. You who live by many waters and are rich in treasures, your end is come, a time for you to be destroyed. 
Lord Almighty has sworn by himself, I will surely fill you with troops as with a swarm of locusts, and they will shout and triumph over you. He made the earth by his power, he founded the world by his wisdom, and stretched out the heavens by his understanding. When he thunders, the waters in heavens roar, he makes clouds rise from the ends of the earth, he sends lightning with rain and brings out the wind from his storehouses. Everyone is senseless and without knowledge. Every goldsmith is shamed by his idols. The images he makes are a fraud. They have no breath in them. They are worthless. The object of mockery. When their judgment comes, they will perish. He who is the portion of Jacob is not like these, for he is the maker of all things, including the people of his inheritance. The Lord Almighty is his name. You are my war club, my weapon for battle. With you I shatter nations, with you I destroy kingdoms, with you I shatter horse and rider, and with you I shatter chariot and driver, with you I shatter man and woman, with you I shatter old man and youth, with you I shatter young man and a young woman, with you I shatter shepherd and flock, with you I shatter farmer and oxen, with you I shatter governors and officials. A reminder of what he once said of Babylon, now he says of the Medes and of the Persians, uh, I will use you an instrument of my hand for judgment uh, of the nations. But of course, what will be true of Babylon will also be true of you. I will finally call you into account uh, as, as well. I love verse 10, where it says, The Lord has vindicated us. Come, let us tell in Zion what the Lord has, the Lord our God has done. You know, just that, I mean, the, the personal you know, <clears throat> component to that, where they, they declare what the Lord our God has done. But then too, and we see that in the Psalms and, I mean, this is our cry too. Is is we're proclaiming what the Lord has done in Christ Jesus to rescue us, you know, from from our bondage and from our sin and oppression and mm-hmm. from ourselves. Um, and and this is you know very much equivalent you know to uh, what uh, Isaiah said. You know how beautiful in the feet of the mountain are he who brings good news, who proclaims that our God reigns. Uh, you know this really is the gospel. The gospel is that our Lord has vindicated us. And, you know, it's not something, as we, we often say about the gospel, it's not, the gospel is not something we do, it's something we announce because the Lord has done it on our behalf. And we simply receive, you know, the good graces of His work, mm-hmm. you know, through Christ Jesus. And this is another one that He has, he has vindicated the unvindicatable, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even if that's a word. Amen. There was no reason to vindicate us. There was no reason mm-hmm. to restore us. And yet he has called us his own, mm-hmm. made us his people. Mm-hmm. And, and remember our reading from a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. you'll look through the land for the guilt of Israel and, and you'll not find it. Mm-hmm. Not because she's no longer sinful, but because God has taken it away. Mm-hmm. And kind of piggybacking what you've said in verse 5, for Israel and Judah have not been forsaken by their God, the Lord Almighty, though their land is full of guilt before the Holy One of Israel. I think sometimes, um, especially in these days, but I mean, it's true of us that we feel like um, if we live good lives, then we receive the blessing of God. Clearly, they were guilty people, but God was rescuing them because of who He is, and we need to always mm. remember that the work that He is performing in our lives is not based on our performance, but it's based on His goodness and kindness. Mm. Well, I was going to say, I love, you know, we talk about it a lot, but, you know, as we read the Bible, sometimes it can just become so kind of mundane and like, okay, we're in the Bible again, but yet, you know, this is God revealing Himself 
to us and revealing his heart and his character and mm-hmm. and who he is. And so often it's kind of done through contrast. And I think you see that so well in kind of 17 through 19 as he addresses, you know, the idols, the images that, that Goldsmith makes. You know, they're a fraud. They have no breath in them. They're worthless, objects of mockery. Um, and the judgment comes, they will perish. But he who is the portion of Jacob, you know, the Lord, mm-hmm. he's not like these. He's the maker of all things, including the people of his inheritance, the Lord Almighty is his name. And we saw even before that, you know, he's the one that created all these things through his power, through his might. And mm-hmm. he's the one that carries out his purposes. And so just so even in all this judgment is, it's just a great reminder as well of, of who the Lord is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and when you think of the great acts of, you know, the great acts of the Lord, uh, that is the first creation by which he spoke the universe mm-hmm. into being. And of course you have the beautiful language of the psalmist, you know, flinging the stars into their, mm-hmm. you know, place. Uh, all of that being the work of you know God's God's fingers, the very delicate work you know that he he does, and then of course another you know great act of you know God in in Scripture would be the Exodus where He rescues His people mm-hmm. you know from exile, and of course the final great act of you know God or not the final great act of God but the climactic great act of God is the mm-hmm. cross of our Lord Jesus Christ where He demonstrates His power in weakness by being the crucified king who redeems you know who redeems his people and, and so the reminder of creation is a very vivid reminder and of course it's put in you know just a position against uh, uh these uh, goldsmiths yeah. are making idols mm-hmm. and god has created the heavens and the earth and the earth thunders you know whenever he thunders the earth responds and shakes and trembles and he calls forth from you know from the storehouses and uh, you know these goldsmiths are you know making these little you know, ten inch dolls. But check you this know, thing out. Yeah, that which is pretty cool. Yeah, storehouses yeah. of wind. Yes, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. What? Absolutely. <laughs> well, don't you love I mean, this indictment? Here is the same indictment that Paul gives when he writes Romans, and he says they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served the created things rather than the Creator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, this yeah. is our fundamental condition. condition you mm-hmm. know, and, sure. and until we see this, we won't see the hope held out you know we won't see that that this is us this is you know this is us apart from christ and so mm-hmm. you know, peering into that seeing the creator seeing the no, rescuer no, that, the absolutely yeah you know uh, he founded the world by his wisdom verse 15 stretched yeah. out the heavens by his understanding yeah. then verse 17 Everyone else is senseless and without knowledge. You know, here is here is the understanding and wisdom of the Lord that set the universe in place and holds it in place and brings forth, you know, from it, you know, the bounties with which he has blessed us. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's a, it's a nice and little contrast, you know, mm-hmm. it's put in place there. Yeah, that's what our hearts need is to be renewed and in, in who the Lord is and to fix our gaze off of the things they're often fixed on and, and back onto him because he is so worthy of it, and it, it's so evident through his word. Mm-hmm. And of course, we have another image, you know, image here. You know, Babylon has been a gold cup in my hand, and uh, the nations have drank from her and, and become mad. And, and you have the vision, you know, of the two cups: the cup of the Lord's blessing, and of course, the cup of uh, that the, the world gives, which is ultimately a cup of judgment that causes madness and bitterness and the mm-hmm. turning on edge of the, the sheet. And, and of course, in the in the Lord's supper, the Lord you know took uh, the one cup from our hand and bore it on the cross mm-hmm. and gave us the other cup, you know, the cup of God's bounty, which mm-hmm. is a beautiful end to all of that. David, why don't you close this with a word of prayer? Yeah, let's pray. 
Father, how amazing that you uh, you did take the cup that we deserved and, and, and took it on to yourself and gave us the cup we didn't deserve. Um, how amazing in that exchange, how you have made us your own and, and have given us so much grace and so much mercy through the cross of Jesus. Uh, may our hearts be moved deeply by that. Uh, may it not just become another story, but it, may it be the story that shapes our story. And we pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen.